Welcome to this week's episode of the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Did I sound just like Matt, you guys? Were you fooled? Did you think it was Matt? It's just me. It's just Jessica. (laughs) I wanted to jump on before we get into this week's episode to let you know that at the end of this episode, we give you incorrect information. That is correct. At the end of this episode, we give you incorrect information. (laughs) We talk about my workshop that is coming up that is for women who have had a partner or spouse come out and they are trying to find clarity around that situation so that they can have a clear vision of the life they want while keeping the relationship they would like to have with their partner. Usually, that's their ex. But in that, we tell you that it is happening tonight, March 23rd, and it is most definitely not March 23rd. The workshop is happening next Wednesday, not tonight. So if you are wanting to sign up for that, you have just a week left to get signed up. Go get signed up. Join us for that amazing workshop. It is free. It is the last one I'm going to do until fall. So if you are wanting in on that, please go get signed up right now. You can sign up at theboldlogic.com forward slash free workshop. Enjoy this week's episode. We have put in the work to be able to be here and do this. Mm -hmm. And we continue to do the work. It's not a, we did it and now we're done. This is an ongoing communication and checking in and calling each other out that happens in this relationship. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Funny that we're just now hitting record because I feel like we already had like a whole podcast <laughs> worth of we did. a whole episode worth of discussion between the three of us just now. Stay tuned in the coming years. We will unpack this. Yeah. Yeah. The conversation we just had, I said before we hit record, this isn't something we're recording about today. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's good for people to be aware of that. That, that, we... that we do talk about our lives and our family outside of yeah. the podcast. Yeah. The communication just doesn't happen here once we're recording. It happens other places. And there are things that we don't share to protect ourselves, to protect our children, to protect our family so that we can work through things until we're ready to share them. (laughs) But it is kind of... Despite how it might seem, we do try and shelter our kids from like... (laughs) We protect their... Bearing the brunt of what we we share on this podcast. Yeah. Well, and I think it's funny... That it has been common, like this is how we catch up often for Mm. us too, is we just sit and talk about what's going on. People like it. it. We like it. It is a scheduled once a week sit down between the three of us. Like (laughs) how often is that? What other (laughs) co-parenting companions have have that type of once a week sit down? So we're lucky that way. We are lucky. Co-parenting relationship there. Co-parenting companions. I am writing that that down. (laughs) I was going to go with compadres. Co-parenting compadres. Companions. (laughs) Oh, that is too funny. So I feel like we should tell Penny's story from church today, though. I thought that was so funny. What story? The one she told you when you got here. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. It was funny. Sunday school story? Yeah. 
So in Sunday school, they were talking today about... Well, keep in mind... I didn't realize this was in Sunday school. I thought this was like in your living room. No, this is in Sunday Sunday school school. (laughs) with their teacher who is 82 years old and who has no idea like what most of the conversation is. I like the story that much more now. Yeah. No, this happened in Sunday school. Yeah. And it started because they're talking... This week in Sunday school, we're talking about Jacob and Esau and how Jacob's name was changed to Israel. And so they're talking about how nowadays name changes. Name changes. You have to like go get it legally done and all of these things. And the kids in class were like, Not no. so fast. <laughs> no, you don't. Like you can switch your name at school. And if you don't get called by that, you can get in trouble by the principal. And then they brought up pronouns, which I thought was great. I'm like conversations that would have never happened when we were kids. Okay, this adds so much more to the story you told me, knowing that this was in Sunday school now. Yeah. A discussion about pronouns was happening in Sunday school. Correct. Yeah. Wow. And the kids were bringing it up. Like it's the kids starting Mm -hmm. this conversation. Yeah, but mind you. An 82-year-old teacher. Yeah. It was just kind of like... has no idea. Even, what are they talking about? Yeah, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> and did she? No. no. So the kids are talking and going back and forth and, and talking about how you use people's pronouns and you can change those and use the pronouns you want. And tell me again. So they were saying that if you have set your pronouns and people choose not to refer to you by those pronouns, they can get in trouble with the principal? Is that what you were saying? No, just a name. Just a, a name. name. Okay. And I don't know about that with the principal. Because honestly, that I don't know the things. stance on that in public school these I don't days. either. I would I hope that's the case. I think they're starting... Do they get in trouble with the principal? I think If what you choose doing... not to recognize someone by their preferred pronouns, I would hope so. So I think at this point, it's well, making it was a, a name move change. towards that. Okay. Yeah, we were talking okay. more name changes, but okay. I think they're trying to get more towards that in schools where pronouns are respected and tried yeah. to be used but okay. it's gonna take you know, a while it's right gonna... now i think it's teacher by teacher yeah i okay. think so too hmm. yeah but the kids are obviously acknowledging it right and talking about it so that's interesting so the kids are having this whole conversation about this and then the conversation moves on and the elders the two missionaries come in and say hey can we join your class and they sit down and join the class <laughs> and the teacher goes how long have you two been together? <laughs> As missionary companions. As missionary companions, which is a common question. But, the but that's not elder- what she said. She, <laughs> she did say, how long have you guys been together? How long have uh-huh. you two been together? And the one elder reaches over and puts his hand on the other elder's leg and like rubs it a little and goes, <laughs> we've been together four months now. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids all started dying. Like they were laughing so hard. And because they just had that conversation. They just uh-huh. had that conversation about pronouns and things. And the elders had no idea. And the teacher had absolutely no idea what was going on. <laughs> yeah. She just thought they were answering her question. Wow. And they were. But, yeah. <laughs> but making a joke in it as well. It wow. was so funny. But going back to the point, Steve, like right now, like I don't think students should get in trouble if they're not using the right pronouns. And I say that because we have team members on our team right. at work that have requested that we right we have someone we, who we approach them they, with their pronoun right? right since they started their employment they have changed their pronouns or at least made us aware months after we employed them of their preferred pronouns and how often even like 3 months after that they've tried that they've requested this are we still Making like mistakes. Making the mistake. There's right? a difference between making a mistake, though, and someone who deliberately chooses not to use their pronouns. That, that, that is correct. That, would be the difference. Yes. That is correct. And that and, is the difference. Like, if you're using it as a harmful tool, then I think they would be reported. And I Absolutely. literally, two days ago, myself, used the wrong pronoun in a 
leadership discussion where I had to correct myself. Yeah. And it's been surprising to me how difficult, how, yeah, it's difficult to make that change in your head because it is yeah. a very like subconscious thing. You don't think about what pronouns you're referring to someone as. You just, you use whatever pronoun in your mind is associated with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a hard thing to change. Like, it's very ingrained in us. But that said, if someone was intentionally refusing to use the pronouns that that team member prefers, that's hurtful. We haven't had to face that. But but at the same time, I think that there may be some people that are like, you know what, I that's just too much effort right now. This is what I'm going to do. You know. But to me, but like that's disrespectful. I would want to sit them down and say, hey, you need to make a change here. You yeah. are out of line by choosing to use pronouns that they have told you are not their pronouns. You need to change. That's different than just a mistake of it's hard to get in the habit of using the right pronouns. But but at the same time, we're, we're asking people that has been ingrained for 25 years in their brain of this right. is how we say something. And to make that change just so like, boom, like it's really, well, really hard. And I think that's kind of yeah, what we're saying, is. though, is that it's like at least make an effort. Yeah. Like make the effort. Right. Don't oh, just say, no, I can't do that. It's too hard. Like, let's make an effort to try to respect yeah. Those people's and I would hope that whoever that that individual would be completely understanding of someone struggling to make that change in their mind, wanting to, but still making mistakes. Right. I think also we have an older gentleman on our team that he probably won't even make an effort because he'll be 70 plus attention. Yeah. Oh, he might. But if he, but if he chose not to and intentionally kept using the incorrect pronouns, would you not feel a need to say, hey, you need to make an effort here? Yeah. Okay. Because to me, that's the difference. I would, but how hard do you push that old dog to learn this new trick, right? You do your best. Yeah. I really feel like in a scenario like this, it comes down to the intention. Yeah. I I Really, it comes down to respect. Mm -hmm. I, as being in a position of leadership in the company there, I would be understanding of someone's inability to quickly make a change. Right but I would not be understanding or empathetic of someone's choice to disrespect their choice of pronouns. And that I would feel a need to address. We haven't been there, and I don't think anyone, including who you're mentioning, I don't think that's been the case at all. But but if it was, I would have a problem with it, and I would feel a need to address it. So going along with this conversation, I posted like a question slash comment on somebody's Instagram this week about, now I'm going to forget, he was talking about cis individuals and about what cis individuals what is that you and i've had this conversation before so cis means that i identify with the gender i was born with is that correct society knows you as a woman and you identify as a woman society knows you as a man and you also identify as a man you're cisgendered you are a cisgendered you identify as the gender that you were assigned to birth and that aligns i've never like Consider myself, that's what I'm cis. Yeah, it's like C- a C-I-S. new... Cisgender. Yeah, CIS. You're a cisgendered um, man. Yeah. Okay. I'm a cisgendered man. Yes. Okay. And so in that, he was talking about how we need to stop saying I identify as when we're referring to, or they identify as, mm. as they are. in referring to, like, I wouldn't say Steve identifies as gay. Steve is gay. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times, like kind of what we were just talking about, and a cisgender, like I identify as cisgender or I am cisgender. Mm-hmm. I guess you could say I am cisgender. You right. just are that way. And that's something I've really been trying to work on because I know I use that a lot where I say 
they identify as. And then I'm like, no, they are whatever. But sometimes I don't know if they are gay, straight, or bi, or like trans and asexual. Like, I don't know where, Mm -hmm. what they are. And you don't want to make that assumption. And I don't want to make the assumption. Right. And so I often say, well, they identify as LGBTQ plus. And really, I need to say they are LGBTQ Mm -hmm. plus. And I often default to queer. They are queer. Mm -hmm. Because. That kind of covers them all. But then I said something about that in the comment that I made and was asking a question, too, for clarity. And. I kind of I didn't get reamed, but people definitely were like, you cannot use the word queer. And I said, well, I've been I've checked like yeah, with a lot of people because I do not want to be offensive. And people were saying, no, it's there was a lot of all across the board of people saying it's OK as long as you're not using it in a derogatory way, which is right. very much I'm, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But also there were other people who were like, no, unless you are LGBTQ. Plus, you do not use the word word queer. Unless you are in that community, you cannot use it. And I was like, I don't know what to do See, anymore. This is just, don't we this all is... want to be part of the same community? Like, yeah, but yeah, I, this is just I, one of those things yeah. that people are going to have such varying That's kind degrees. Of, this, of, is, this seems, yeah. honestly, this seems like uh, the blacks and the whites using the same drinking fountain. Like, come on. Like, can't we just all, like, be part of the same community and use the same things? And I, same I think it just boils like, Right now, my brain hurts with just what Jessica was just piping off about. It, like my a, brain is lot. like, it's a lot to keep up on. Like I have no idea, like what she's well, freaking do, talking. We do about. that again, Matt. <laughs> like, my brain hurts. Y'all, y'all only got half of that. The visual, was... yeah. And I want to say I, here, there are people who are going to come. Uh, I can see people who would come at you for even saying this, mm-hmm. Matt, of saying. But I know it's like I, it is a lot to take in and that's process. That's the thing right but now. Like, you, I, I get it though, Matt. I get you on this. Like, it's a lot. To like, keep pretty up soon on. you're gonna find these people that are just gonna be mute because they because can't they're, say they're, something that won't offend somebody yeah. else. You can be paralyzed by yeah. fear of saying the wrong thing. Exactly. And and I don't want to be paralyzed. And, and I yeah. think this is the reminder to be understanding of don't criticize someone for not knowing. What the the exact right way is and to say goes, something, and it goes like, both ways. Look at the look at ways. the intention behind whoever it is who's using yeah. those words. Are they really intending disrespect, or are they just not up to speed on whatever the most yeah. correct way is? And to address this, topic. interesting and, because I feel like I'm pretty up to date, but also feel like I have like there are still areas that I am so out of the loop and feel. Like I might offend somebody, but I also well, and don't want to keep that from said. speaking up. I want to yeah. keep speaking up. Yeah, you I thought, thought I you was were saying using it okay. the most current, progressive, appropriate yes. term, and plenty of people thought otherwise. So yeah, I, I, I get that. So it's it's okay, Matt. Just do your intentions behind all this are in the right place, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I just want to love people, and it's like <laughs> this this society is like changing, ever changing. I'm like, I'm trying to keep up, and but this is. train is moving it fast. Is ever how changing. can I keep up? And I'm so confused, and I'm done running, and <sighs> I I feel like it changes Anyways, a lot with. I'm being dramatic right now. I know, and I know that. Yeah, <laughs> who your circle is, probably where you live too. Right, uh-huh. and Idaho ain't gonna be <laughs> the <laughs> one. Leading the race on progressive terminology and such. It's, I guess, my point is just I, I think 
it's important to pay attention to however someone, to the terminology they use about themselves. And that that's what is worth picking up on and using. And do you feel like maybe like, and I'm just throwing this out there. And again, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I, do you feel like that the gay community is like, you know what, let's, let's keep changing some words. So we feel like we're the hip new like group. Or do you feel like it's like, no, it's just different types of, I don't know, different stages? I don't think there's an intentional effort there to Mm-mm. keep things changing and progressing. But you I know, think it's just... You get what I'm saying? Because it's like the, the cool kids at school, like you always see them trying to change the trends. And total middle school thing, like I'm going back to middle school, like looking like at Like drip? Our yeah, kids like, now say drip yeah, instead of... Yeah, for their of, clothes. Like, oh, oh that's no, a, no. It went from drip to fit. Yeah, nice now fit, fit, nice drip. Like, this is oh my, my gosh. Like, <laughs> and so it's like to stay in the cool kids, like the lingo, you have to like try and keep up on that lingo. And if you're not saying it correctly, like I got shunned yesterday by my son because I said something that was like archaic in his mind. Like three months ago, that was the word. And like now it's like, no. <laughs> like it was only three months and yeah. not like 25 years. I think yeah. that's my, how, how it might feel to us. Right. I've never stopped saying to- rad. Things are still rad. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And if I'm you so don't glad. think it's rad, you're the one that's missing out. Okay. <laughs> you're the one that's off base here. I think it's more just we're growing, like it's we're growing and getting educated so quickly yeah. that it feels sometimes like we and, can't keep but up. Here, here's the thing though, is to me these are more these are more elevated in importance. Like oh, these are for sure. You know, the, <laughs> what the term that means cool or stylish is one thing. Like, I'm right. not going to feel bad if I right. am yeah. in the dark about that terminology. But I, I do feel a responsibility to stay a little more up to speed on terminology that refers to people's identity. Like, that does have an elevated importance. And it's worth putting a little more effort into to f- stay current on what verbiage is appropriate now and is not. Do you feel that pressure? I mean, I feel that pressure and I'm wondering if you feel that more I do. because you are gay. I do. And also because of this podcast. I feel uh, like I now represent to well, a degree. And mm-hmm. I, I don't ever claim to speak for anyone other than myself. But I feel like I'm kind of expected to, yeah. to be able to represent my community. And well, and I, think, I, I don't and know it, that I always do. And that's what's interesting really about our and podcast is because awesome. you're representing that. Jessica's representing her niche. I'm trying to represent my niche, which is. And it's interesting. Which is what? I want to hear it in your words. Well, What's your that's, I was just going to bring this up. <laughs> yes. Last night we went out on a double date. Oh, man. And uh, I mean, he, he's older than I am, but he's like, he put it into terms like right now in society, everybody hates the 45 year old white male. And it's like, because. Good thing you're not even 40. Yet, right. Then, <laughs> exactly. You're exactly. Good. You're good. So I'm like, okay, I'm the 30. How old am I? 39 year old white straight Blonde-haired male, cisgendered. blue-eyed, mm-hmm. cisgendered, and like in corporate America, nonetheless. Yeah, <laughs> and so I am like that part of the niche, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of times, like we get a lot of heat. You get a lot of heat. I think everybody get a gets a lot of heat. Everybody's getting a lot of heat. You might have to put a little more effort into. Well, that's just not fair, deflect- Steve. <laughs> It's true. That's and just that's not fair. Like, I'm not. But yeah, then, and then that's people will be like, well, that's your privilege speaking, which is it true. Is. It, it is. is our privilege right. speaking. It's 100%. And we recognize that. And we're yeah. trying to learn and do better. Yeah. And honestly, pulling back, stepping back, that's one of the reasons why I love 
I truly do love recording this podcast <laughs> because it gives me an opportunity to learn from your perspective, Steve, from other people's perspective, whether it be people reaming us for our comments. And Doing it's like, okay, wrong. there's an opportunity to learn. We learned here. something. So, right. And that's worth noting, like something that we thought we were doing right. Yeah. Someone else thinks we're doing wrong. And I find and it's it, worth at least sifting through that and yeah. and taking note of is there something I need to change mm-hmm. or no? It's not always going to be a yes. People yeah. can, you know, and think I find it contradictory do, but... to Steve thought when we started this podcast that he was going to be the one <laughs> that memes were created out of, you know? It's going to be Matt. And, and, and I was like, well, anyways. No one has made a meme about any of us yet. Which that's good. Uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I just wrote it down to make some memes of <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, man. You can't make a meme of yourself, can you? I mean, you could, but it I can seems make a little you guys, arrogant. Though. <laughs> now I'm picturing or, a meme about or someone making memes about themselves. Anyways, <laughs> let's digress here. We have already. Okay. No, I think this no, was think a very important yeah. conversation. I it think, was. And, and I think there are different people who are going to relate to each of us in yeah. that. And that's why people enjoy this is they can see themselves in our different positions, but understand what it comes down to, like Matt said, is we want to love each other yeah. and we want to figure out how to love other people better. And this is how you do it is by making mistakes by me making that comment on this man who I, or this individual I should, and right there, I made a mistake. He goes, (laughs) see, they go by they, them. And I appreciate everything that they put out there. And I would never want to offend them Mm -hmm. in those things, but it is like this continual learning Mm -hmm. and that's what they are doing is teaching and educating and and i appreciate their voice that was really hard i'm very proud of myself that i finally got there and said all of the pronouns right um okay quick story before we transition i keep rubbing my head you guys i got a cut on my head like i cut my head open and you can see it let me see because you have no hair because i have no hair it's not that big of a cut did you see it i see it it's small but i see it yeah Who's there? It's huge. It's so huge. You are a survivor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you guys need to hear how I did it, though. It Let's was it. so dumb. Huh, Matt? Some, you know, you know <laughs> the song that goes through my head right now is the Simon and Garfunkel's Slow Down, You Move Too Fast. <laughs> I don't know that song. You don't know that song? You don't song? know that song? Thank you for sharing it with me, though. Make the moment last. You so many yeah. notes today. What are all these notes you're writing? Uh, when like, I'm on it, I make notes of things that to post on Instagram. So this week you're going to share that song. When when yeah. Jess <laughs> when Jess is in mode of clean, get cleaned up, get the things cleaned up, more cleaning. Like she's a bull in a china closet, which that's okay. Bulls in a china closet can can work sometimes, <laughs> but. Is that how you got this cut on your head? Is that what she was moving way too fast, not paying attention? And that's usually how we get hurt is when we're moving too fast, not paying attention. In my defense, I was stressed. I was stress cleaning. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Like, I know that cleaning is one of my ways of like numbing or processing hard things. It's something I can control when things feel a little bit out of my control. And so I was 100% doing that yesterday. But I, had, <laughs> I was doing the laundry and I pulled out like our laundry where you put the soap in our has a little washing machine. It has a drawer that you pull out. That was pulled out and I was bent over shoving all of the laundry into the washing machine. And I stood up 
And I nailed that thing so hard. It hurt so bad. Now, mind you, Jessica, bruise. how tall are you? 4'11". Okay. When, <laughs> when, when she bends over, she's like two feet tall. Okay. And so, like, I'm just trying to get a yeah, visual yeah. in. I'm because, pretty sure that even when I bend over, I'm still above. Yeah, you're still yeah. about four feet, right? A little laundry detergent exactly. drawer. And that's, that's why I had to put this perspective in people's minds. Is at least like, at eye level for me. <laughs> like this drawer seems like if you're gonna look at your, you know, your front loading washer now, mm. you're gonna be like, oh, wait, how did she how hit did her? How did she do that? It's that. so low. Like, well, she is. 411 and then when she's bending over she's you like know, 2 feet. 2 yeah. 2 feet 4 and a half inches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so it is below her head. Anyways. Yeah. Cuz I thought the same thing. I'm like, how did you hit your head on that? I have a scar on the top of my head almost in the same place. Mm. Match from, match. Yeah, match match from the merry-go-round when I was in second grade. <laughs> When I was your height. Oh, uh-huh. In second grade. <laughs> yeah. I didn't grow much after like sixth grade, so I've kind of been the same height. Yeah. And, well, this will be a couple episodes ago. We talked about mine and Matt's marriage. I was going to say mine and Matt's first marriage. <laughs> the first time we were married. The first time we were married. Hopefully the only time we're married. We're just going to stay in this one and hopefully it sticks. You all have gone through various chapters of your marriage. You can say the first chapter. <laughs> the first chapter. And I think it's funny because Steve and I were just having a conversation with Jalen about something that Steve and I always did at the beginning of our marriage mm. that explains very much the difference dynamics between mine and Matt's relationship and mine and Steve's relationship when we are married. We also discussed that it's really funny that we were ever married, yeah. Steve and I. <laughs> like, it's, I think it's just the conversation like a- went, so do you remember back when we were married? And I said, vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> And then we laughed. Exactly how the conversation went. We were married. So I was talking about when Steve and I were married, if we were eating like a dessert or like a nice meal or whatever, and there was one bite left, Steve would cut it in half and we would. I would, yeah, cut it in half and eat it and hand you the other half. And then he hand me the other half. And then I would cut that in half and hand it back and eat it and hand him back. And I would cut that in half. (laughs) Oh, dear. And we did this with I like, am not with like, like this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like it was like a good thing cute, you agree because yes, that's <laughs> it was a cute little thing that we enjoyed that we did. It was like our yeah, little we would thing. do this until there was no ice until cream like, left in the bottom yeah, of that bowl. Like whatever it was, the tiniest little drop was getting dissected. <laughs> and, and then I realized very quickly with Matt that that was not how it went. If there was a last bite, <laughs> I better scoop it up real fast if I wanted any of it. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be gone in two seconds. Yeah, that's correct. And there's nothing There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like the different dynamics of recognizing I am married to a very different person and I need to figure out how that works for us and yeah. what that looks like. And that if I am going to take what I want, I better just go for better it. hurry. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm taking what I want. Yeah, Matt's not going to be mad at me for claiming that. He usually will just laugh or be like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> or we'll tease each other about it's it. It's more of, okay, next time I'll be a little quicker. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, everything is a competition. <laughs> and Matt likes to win. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to dive into a comment we got on Instagram this week. And it was funny because she sent it before she watched all of our stories. 
So her knee jerk was thinking that I was saying we were going to talk about Steve and I again. Okay. And she sent me this comment. Okay, wait. What What is it that you said that made her think So that? I was saying, what I post? was talking about, hey, this week on Instagram, we are getting into it. And and Matt goes, uh-oh. I mean, on the podcast, we're going to get into it. And Matt was like, uh-oh, what are we talking about today? And she right there, as soon as that, assumed that we were talking about Steve's and mine relationship. Okay. And sent me this message. Do you think Matt is sometimes tired of being called the second marriage and always hearing about your pain from your first husband? I bet right under the surface, he just wants to talk about you two and not your previous guy. And I thought it was super interesting because I've struggled. Like, this is something I've thought a lot about of I want to make sure Matt isn't like that he doesn't feel like our marriage isn't as important because I do support Steve and I do talk about my relationship with Steve and I am an ally and an advocate for the LGBTQ community, especially within the church and all of these things. So Matt. Do you support my community? Yes. And what is that? <laughs> Whatever you decide it is. Click funnels. You're wearing a funnel <laughs> hacker shirt. So that's why I said that. that. Really weird. <laughs> no, but I feel like, do you feel like I support you? That's the real question. Yeah. Okay. You make me lunch. You make me breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> if we went back through and labeled each episode, what was the bulk? Whose relationship did the, did the bulk of that episode focus on? There's probably a lot more of mine and your relationship. I feel like that has more to do with the scenario, though, of what's really unique about our situation. The bulk of that hinges on the fact that you and I were once married. Yeah. I'm wait, 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 wait. The bulk also of the uniqueness here. Let is me that, finish. Oh, you are now in the picture and you're super comfortable with it. Yeah. And I was getting there. Yeah. But that is what is unique about the scenario is the three of us are comfortable with each other when the fact that me and Jessica used to be married. And you guys are still Mormon, and I'm out. And so I feel like it naturally is going to talk a lot about you and I and our background. But it's also about me becoming and more comfortable with learning about Steve, learning about your guys' relationship, and learning how I can become, hopefully, a better individual. And the contribution right? that you play in this scenario. like right. How many husbands in a second marriage would be willing to do a podcast with their wife's ex-husband? Right. Probably not very many, I feel like. So Yeah. Anyway. I mean So to answer to Jessica's question, do I feel supported from Jessica? Yes, absolutely. Do I feel supported from Steve? Yes, I do. Do you ever feel like I dwell too much on Steve and my relationship with Steve? Do I like talking about myself a lot no, no. <laughs> this was the other aspect i was gonna and bring up and, is and that's the thing is that yeah like this comment like one we all have our own individual ways of going about things like mm -hmm. i don't like talking about myself a lot yeah and i like analyzing of what what other people have gone through so i can learn and internalize that for me right and so do Jessica and I have conversations and communicate? Yeah, I would say so. Could we do it more? Yeah, I would say so. Could uh, like there's always ways that we can improve things and make each other feel more loved. But anyways, part of what I 
thought of as a response to that person is like we have different levels of comfort with how much we talk about our own past and our yeah. own baggage and listen to the first 10 episodes of this podcast for you and i jessica <laughs> we're pretty forthcoming matt it was painful for you to talk yeah. about your past right. initially so that's also worth taking into account too is, right. yeah, yeah. There's also been a lot of thought on my end of trying to, I check in with Matt on a regular basis about things. And I hope that you feel that and try to be understanding. And it's something that I have grappled with. Like it's definitely a concern that I've had. And I'm, I'm one that will be very blunt uh-huh. with this is what I'm uncomfortable. Like when Jessica checks in with me, I'll tell her exactly how I'm feeling. Typically. Now. Now I will. Now. At the beginning of our marriage, that was extremely difficult for me to do, as we yeah, discussed in discussed, our yeah. previous episode, right? So. And But now I'm extremely comfortable of, sometimes I'm probably a little too blunt, of <laughs> this is how I feel, this is like, but I, I just, I throw that out there. So I, I mean, we communicate. Yeah. This is not a scenario for everyone. And I understand that. Like, there are so many relationships that would not be okay with me putting this out there and talking about Steve and having this be something that I'm, I, I mean, it's a big part of my life at this point. So you're still infatuated with your ex-husband? Because <laughs> you get that I get comment that too. a lot. I get that all the time. And And no. by the way, that that's her current husband saying that. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt just said that. But it, it's been done with a lot of intention and a lot of care and support for everyone involved. I will bring this into it. The word trust here. Yes. Care and intention. Oh, that's so cute. But trust. Trust is the main word and thought process that has made me feel comfortable with this. Yeah. Right? Because I trust Steve. I trust Steve that's not, he's not going to push a boundary that is going to disrespect me or my wife. I trust Jessica the same. She's not going to push a boundary between Steve and myself. And hopefully that trust is is in me as well from you two. And I feel it on my end. The reason I'm comfortable with this is, as far as you and I go, Matt, is I know if I crossed a boundary you weren't comfortable with, I would hear about it from you. You'll, I'll tell you. Exactly. And yeah. I know that. Yeah. And that makes me comfortable knowing the way this all works, Matt is comfortable with because right. he hasn't told me otherwise. Right. If he wasn't comfortable with it, he would have told me by now. And I know yeah. that. That's, and I can think of and that's very why it few works. scenarios where we've crossed those lines or come close to that. And I heard about it. Like, I yeah. that either immediately or it took a couple of days after some thought <laughs> and some, yeah. you know, and that's fine. But, like, yeah. Yep. But I realize that that is part of what contributes to my comfort level with all this is knowing Matt will tell me. Yeah. And again, this looks different for everybody. We wouldn't be here if I didn't know Matt was supportive and okay with what we're doing. What episode is this? What episode is this? What do you mean? Number. I was told it's 137 at brunch today. <laughs> yeah, I think we're roughly, I think this one that we're recording is like 139 or 140. Okay, if we do the math here, right? Each of them are about 40 minutes long, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 140 times 30, 40 minutes long. Like, that's a lot of minutes that we've sit, sat How many? Here. I want to know. 140 times. We're going to say 40 minutes. <laughs> that's 5,600 minutes. Divided 5, by 60. 600 hours. 
minutes divided by 60. 93 hours. It's 93 hours. 5,061,000 minutes. I don't know <laughs> this that This time song. it was my turn to break into song, and I totally messed it up. Yeah. I don't remember how many minutes it is. Anyways, what, what I'm getting at is that is a lot of time. That's just the recording time, right? Let alone the, the before and after and during the week. Like, And that puts it in my perspective that, look, we know that we're part of each other's lives. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here. We're going to work through it. We're going to communicate. and Because there's a lot of time, energy, and effort put into this yeah. to make this work. So, Should I, I read my response? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How did you respond, Josh? I was feeling a little sassy. And partially, and I'll tell you, this is partially because it is something I've had to work through. And so, so you were I'm a little a defensive. Little bit defensive about it because it is something that is in the back of my head that I want to be aware of. And I think because of that, that's partially Your what, what, what specifically like that I don't want to ever make mm. Matt feel like his relationship with me is less than the second because of it's the second thing. Okay. It's my uh-huh. second choice or that it's, it's my second marriage or it's oh, it is your second marriage. It is. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> it is my second marriage. That's yeah. the and I never want Matt to feel like my relationship with him is less important than my relationship with Steve. This is the most important relationship. I'm pointing to Matt. My relationship with Matt is most important to me mm-hmm. because that's who I'm married to. My relationship with Steve is important. This is where I stick my tongue out at Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Matt likes to win. You win. So no, anyways, I wasn't mean or anything, but I said we do a lot of communicating about things, which is what we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn sure we are good. That's why I got a little spicy. Thanks the for damn. the concern. That's spicy. <laughs> oh, that's all it was? That's all it was. Read it one more time, beginning to end. <laughs> we do a lot of communicating about things. Pretty damn sure we are good. Thanks for the concern. But honestly, I that's felt- That's a nice way to respond, actually. diplomatic. I yeah. felt like I was being mean. But at the same time, <laughs> I wanted him to know, but this is the truth. Like, we have put in the work to be able to be here and do this. Mm-hmm. And we continue to do the work. It's not a, we did it and now we're done. Oh. This is an ongoing- communication and checking in and calling each other out that happens in this relationship. Hi, guys. Would I recommend doing a podcast with your ex-wife and her husband? (laughs) Yeah, would you? Not to anyone. (laughs) Really? You wouldn't do that? (laughs) Works great for us. Yeah. It's all individual. It really depends on where you're at and what your situation is and your comfort levels. Again, for us, this is therapeutic. Who yeah, else this does is... this? Do we know of any other scenario couple that does? I'm just. I know some other. Because now I'm really considering, like, is this a thing? I know several. In a trio like this? Other people that share their stories on Instagram, but not in a trio. No, I don't think I know anybody that's doing it, like, all like this. If you know of any, let us know, because I want to listen to them. I'm, I'm just curious now. But I do know, like, I know there's a couple ladies who are exes or who are, you know, this... you're, you and Steve. <laughs> I mean, Steve and Matt. That are that dynamic. Oh, okay. That's that host a podcast together, mm. two women. Okay. And then I know there's another couple like that would be Anyways. Who, anyways. There's yeah. like a couple of them out there, but there's not there's nobody that has the three of them together. That's why we're unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> hey, going speaking along of which, with Jessica's. <laughs> yes. Matt. What? That wasn't even planned. Good job. No. Tonight you can join. My training that probably isn't going to happen until fall for the unicorns in the group. You're all unicorns. But this is specifically for women who have had a partner or spouse come out and they are looking 
to be able to find ways to keep that relationship. I know that the women I talk to, that is one of the main things they struggle with is that they want to continue to have a healthy relationship with their partner to be able to support their spouse, but they're not finding fulfillment. Or also work through how to set up boundaries. Yes. Like you have to have those. You said keep the relationship. Like, yeah. It's going to be different. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you can't have boundaries to protect yourself. It doesn't mean you have to be completely open to anything that your ex now has going on. Like, no, you can have have your comfort level and your boundaries and still maintain a positive relationship. The other thing is, even within staying in that marriage, if you are still, or relationship, if you are still there, I talk to so many women and I experience this where we feel. We have to show up perfectly because if we show up perfectly, we can keep our partner. We're going to be able to keep them. It's going to be enough. We're going to do all the things right and they're not going to want to leave us. And really, it's basically out of our hands. And so when we can let go of that mindset, we get to start healing and taking care of ourselves. And we are just giving everything to our spouse. We can find the boundaries we need so we can have a good relationship with them. So we're going to be talking about those things tonight. March 23rd at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. If you are hearing this, you could possibly sign up for the replay before Sunday. But yeah, I won't be offering it again for a while. So get signed up. We'd love to have you. Tonight, March 23rd. March 23rd. <laughs> Steve's laughing. Man. I got it. Good Calendar, job, Steve. Calendars are hard for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Calendar, calendars, calendars, today, are, calendars are hard. <laughs> today is definitely not March 23rd. That's yes, what it Steve's is. getting at. It is March 23rd, people. I'm so, join us tonight. I'm so proud of you, I Steve. I know, me too. I'm so proud. You can join us by going to <laughs> theboldlogic.com forward slash free workshop. I did awesome. not say www. Thank now you. you did. <laughs> that was not enough W's. WWW. Yeah, that was enough. <laughs> I said the right amount. We'll go back and listen. We're going to go back and listen. <laughs> okay. Thanks for being here. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good week, y'all. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Here at Husband in Law and the Bold Logic, We believe that there are six values that can really make your relationship amazing and take it to the next level. Those values are love, appreciation, acceptance, kindness, respect, and understanding. Today, I wanted to give you guys a challenge for appreciation. We want you guys to go and let somebody know that they are appreciated today. That can be as simple as sending a text, writing a letter, making a phone call, Maybe you pick up something special for them at the grocery store, just something small to let them know that you're thinking about them and you appreciate what they're doing. We've encouraged you to do this before and we are going to extend this challenge again. Go do it today. A little appreciation goes a long way.